0: Thank you. So chaos theory does okay. all sorts of nice food. Okay. For people who are vegan and are want they, is it fast food, and is it's it? open until one a.m.
1: Let's go there. What? Type, give me a
0: rundown of their menu. Um, they do like milkshakes. They do mm, with no milk. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, we can also pick out something else from another place mm. that isn't vegan. No, um, I want. I i I, will, I like the sounds of. Where is it? Where it's is twelve minutes it? drive away. It's in Corvettes Keats. Corvettes Platz. Corbett's Keats. Corvettes Keats. What's that? Um, it's basically the same place of all the places we've been to. Oh, like, I was just lucky. League. I was just
1: putting my my uh, my foot on your microphone. That's fine. That would just make like that.
0: a big noise and make it
1: hard to hear. Uh, um, so should we go get some food and then we'll just dive back into all the big subjects of our podcast yep. that we planned absolutely all the big
0: it'll be great when we have food though you know because it will be, like, be good yeah. that,
1: that does bring it
0: and they won't know that it's probably that, only the mm. first meal you've had today
1: mm. it's uh, what time is it now
0: it's only half past seven
1: p.m. just in case anyone thought we had <laughs> really. nobody thought that <laughs> <laughs> um Okie dokie? Let's let's crack on, let's get some of those um those milkshakes. Great. Oh yes,
0: I'm quite excited about that.
1: Um how do we stop the recording until the next time?
0: Probably just press the press the the space bar. Okay. Hello, Uh sprechen Sie Deutsch? Uh English? Hello. Um, I wondered if I could order some food, please. To you want to order
1: some food? Yes, please. You bring
0: it to your house, or what? Um, to uh, come and pick it up. Uh, yeah, this is possible. Cool. Um, may I order two double cheese meatball sandwiches? Yes, that's it. Um, and also some, uh, two, um, gross, um, chili oh, wait, cheese. Wait a
1: second, it's, it's too loud inside. I have to go outside. It's,
0: okay. Can you see? Stay on the phone, please. Sure. Hello? Hello. Um, yeah. So, two double cheese meatball sandwiches and um, uh, two chili cheese fries. Um, gross. Uh, big or small? Big, please. Okay. What's the name? Um, it's Edward. Okay. Brilliant. Uh, ten minutes. Great, we'll see you there. Okay. Thanks, bye bye. Bye. That was really successful. Was
1: it? Really successful um, order. It was too loud inside there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Quick, let's get let's get there. <laughs> Ten minutes. Alright, <laughs> oh, oh, let's go. I might just readjust and lie down. Okay. As like, yeah, it's better
1: in. lying down, I think. Oh God. Uh, scared emoji. Okay. There it goes. So that's your face. Just, I quite, I think that's quite cool when you say that on a text. When you you sorry, just, just recording. Just, just wrecking, just wrecking a pod. How's that? Do you think it'll have got that sound in? That uh
0: huh. That's what recording's about
1: Okay See so if we have got the typey bubble So we could get one more A lot of text messages coming in I'll put I'll slam this on silent <laughs> Yeah because we better get started on the plan Oh yes Um. Oh my god I'm so glad we had that food It was pretty good actually Do you want to talk us through what we had?
0: Or talk the listeners through Because we know Well, what we had for dinner after the alarming suggestion by you that we might start the podcast on an empty stomach (laughs) um, was two double cheese, with a Z, meatball, with a... Is that how it's spelled? Something else, probably. It's always spelled weirdly. Two cheese, meatball, uh, sandwiches. Which sounds quite small, meagre, but in fact... Was chewy and delicious, and I got gooey cheese over my hands. And you then, did get a lot. You didn't even wash your hands at the end. No, I just them on my trousers. It was so disgusting. And then we got two milkshakes.
1: Oh, God. You and got then, uh, Snickers milkshake. I got a Snickers milkshake. You got, an Oreo got Oreo milkshake. Which I have to say, I love Oreo milkshakes. This one was a, a chocolate milkshake with Oreos on top, which was a little bit, oh, that's a bit of a disappointment. Undersale. Because usually you get the like creamy. Well, obviously Oreos are famously a vegan, vegan dish. Famously, a dish, vegan dish. Yeah, sit down to a starter of Oreos. You can't look at me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's bad for the microphone, isn't it? Yeah, so I'm used to that. That whole, that whole scene where you get the bits of like chipped off Oreos all throughout the milkshake, Mm. which is quite delicious. Um, But this was just like just like.
0: Bits of Oreo at the top. I thought they were just decoration. To, they were more decorative,
1: inside. and unfortunately, the inside was not up to scratch.
0: And then on top of that, we also had uh, I feel like we chips de- that were like a chili yeah. con carne, chili sin carne dish. That was I think chips, that was the best of which the we accidentally lunch. got two of, and then yeah. we still have a whole. We got whole angry experiment. at them
1: because they had only made one, and then we looked how much. Was we weighed in? about
0: three kilograms.
1: It was a lot, it was a lot. I I think we should go back to the milkshakes and dig into that a bit more. Top three things in Berlin. Oh yeah, we're in Berlin. We're in let's set the scene a little bit for people. We're in we're in uh Weissensee, which is a district in the north of Berlin, kind of adjacent to Prenzlauerburg, if people know that. Um And it is the least populated district of Berlin. I think, are they called districts? Anyway, it has, it's famous for um, its lake, the Weissen, the Weiss See? Weissen See. Oh, I don't know. Weiss See, which I think means the White Lake, doesn't it? Weisse See? I guess so and everyone goes swimming there in the summer and Eddie and I went and had a nice um, we had a nice dip so we're in Vicency because Eddie's studio is here, he's signed the contract he's here for minimum
0: six months to might be six years but I couldn't read the contract because it was in German
1: to, and, what, and the idea is that you're going to be making music
0: that's always the idea um, have you made anything yet? Well, this is the first recorded sound that's happening. Is the studio. you came here and forced me to set it up <laughs> uh, in order that you know that can happen. And because it's such a
1: professional recording studio, we um, we're, we're, we're recording this into GarageBand at the moment, <laughs> um, so we could maybe even insert a couple of cool uh, sound sound clips. What are they called? Samples. Samples. Yeah. Sound clips. That's great.
0: That's their point in the editing, where we can just do It'd that. They go. Where psh, in psh. No. We're In Viennese. Weiss- in Weiss- in, Weiss- in Eddie's studio. studio. Should we sit, tell tell everyone about what the building looks like? It's a big big building with 300 studios. Everything mm-hmm. has got a high ceiling. Three
1: to four hundred studios. Mm-hmm. Apparently the largest Kunst
0: Hall. Is that what they call it? I think. Yeah. Art House. They call them ateliers, don't they? Everyone's got their like. Yeah. Oh, I just got an atelier for my like art.
1: Yeah, everyone does say that, and they have that weird accent. Yeah. Hey, yeah, uh, hey, just got my atelier for my art. Yeah. From a Kunst.
0: Um. <laughs> um. And it's kind of typically like East German in that it's got like um, big, uh, big rooms. It look, what do you think it was? It we still like like don't was, know what the building was, do we? Was, well, he said the owner that it was used by the Nazis it was used by the DDR That's
1: it looks like it's a sort of Weimar era 30s 1930s construction but we've tried to find out and we haven't so we'll try and do a bit more research and get back to you.
0: All I know is that the basement has these heavy green metallic doors that look mm. like they've definitely tortured people uh, behind
1: mm. you could say this is a kind of
0: torture yeah premier least this is the end of the of the honeymoon period do
1: you think um so this is I feel like this, this is, is a courtship phase and then now we're entering the real
0: the the real deal maybe well the reason I say honeymoon period is because I feel mm. like I've been lushing it up at your apartment before you've moved that's true and now just swapping into your housemates rooms whilst you've been here that's true and now I'm going to move into this studio uh, which I'm not allowed to sleep in uh, and doesn't have any facilities sleep, and uh, yeah. hope to exist like that. So I feel like, for me, it's about to go downhill. But yeah. Maybe we should talk about you now.
1: I haven't really done much. I feel a bit... It's it's a weird place like that because the, the pace of the city is a lot slower.
0: Yeah, like that's definitely it's true, taken, isn't it?
1: It's taken me a long time to adjust to the fact that people say, oh, I'll meet you at midday, and then they arrive at 2 or 3 p.m. and sometimes just cancel.
0: But is that just the difference between living in london together with people who had jobs that they had to be at at yeah, nine and living here with people well, who the jobs start at 11 or it's 12 odd, just or like, I only two days a week i'm
1: quite aware that i'm not the i'm not the most punctual person but it's strange now being like one of the more on on it is that the right word You know, like there's like you and I, we wanted to go to Potsdam on the weekend the other day and we were freaking out because it was like 1130 and we still haven't left, hadn't left the house to go to Potsdam and everyone else was like, nah, whatever, just chill. And uh, that just seems quite typical of here. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Are there any, do you want to talk about your studio?
1: Yeah, I should probably just say some art stuff, shouldn't I? <laughs> probably,
0: um, you probably should.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. so I guess, well, I'm on a residency. I'm star- I've started a residency. With- I'm Arthur Laidlaw and I'm on a residency. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, carry <can't remember>. on. <laughs> um, yeah, I started a residency with Clemmy, my housemate's old gallery and they have this kind of trendy cool new building in uh, Lichtenberg in a place where I can't pronounce it very well um, Fab- Faberite Shaft maybe Faberite, Faberite Shaft. Shaft Faberite Shaft
0: and i guess for our listeners/listener we should um we should let people know that Lichtenberg is what south
1: no east east of no. where, of where we are uh, okay. <laughs> yeah it's like pretty northeast for the city as a whole but because eddie studio I reckon is too so, east maybe but because eddie studio is so far away from the center of berlin it's actually south of here
0: which my studio is so far away from Ever that it has actual sheep uh, yeah like uh,
1: no this is not even it. a joke there's actual goats sheep uh rabbits and pheasants. chickens and pheasants and... And that heron. And that heron. Um, outside of Haley's studio. I don't have any of that outside of my studio. I just have like cold concrete and old...
0: I disc- mean, to be fair, it, this is like one patch of green where all these animals are, are put surrounded yeah, by cold concrete. it's not the nicest so. <laughs> spot for them. Um, in case people get the wrong idea.
1: So then, so I, I, I'm supposed to be working in the studio making big pictures, but the reality is uh, I'm starting on a project that's actually quite small or I'm just starting by doing these drawings around the city they're mostly charcoal or pencil drawings really kind of um, quite straightforward and then my idea is to scan them and blow them up and make them really really large and then work over them in the studio when it gets really cold in November Um, which is two days time in two days time yeah (laughs) Uh, um and then the other thing I wanted to do was make little models because all the drawings are of the architecture of Berlin or of different bits of architecture that have kind of show the layers of Berlin as a city. And um, I wanted to make models in cardboard of the buildings but make the models from the drawings that I'd done in my sketchbook. So they, you're kind of making something 3D into 2D and then making that 2D thing 3D again um, and exhibit those alongside the, the paintings. Um, That'd be very cool. It'd be something. Um, so yeah, that's, my, that's where I'm at so far, but so far I've just been drawing. And it's kind of, it's been great, it's been actually quite nice weather and then suddenly the last few days have been pretty miserable.
0: And cold is something that I, I've, uh, f- like, not freaked out about, but just been quite concerned about because, you know, I've lived as a view. Uh, mm, I've lived British, as well. British Isle climate mm. uh, for all my life. Oof. And uh, it just gets a lot colder here. Um, Where are we again? We're in Berlin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're so far east that... I don't know. I wanted to say something but I realized I had no information. <laughs> um, <laughs> like a weather meteorological <laughs> like some sort of like fact about where we are. Mm. We're just we're just really far east on the map of Germany and quite um, north as well. And quite north. So it's going to get like colder and right now it's like 4 degrees.
1: When's my first private view last night. My first oh, o- how was that? opening of like a Big, you know, exhibition. It was cool. Um, I went to Koenig Gallery, and then I went to another gallery called Pushkin and Gogol. Gogol, Pushkin and Gogol. And um, it was just interesting. I mean, it was a completely different vibe to how it is in in London. You know, Mm. where everyone kind of is, if not wearing a suit, then looking really smart. There was. Right, high heels and champagne. Exactly. Whereas here it was very much, it was just
0: unbelievably hip. Mm.
1: And I felt a bit lame.
0: And we're going to see some music as well. Uh, Oh, yeah. Let's get into the the Berlin music scene. Oh, yeah. Starting off with North London band Wolf Alice tomorrow. I think we're going to go and do that if we can get tickets.
1: If we, if my, I've got this really bad tummy ache at the moment. which I might let the listeners in on? Yeah. Which I think, you know, I don't. I wanna. think this
0: podcast, this podcast should be all about, you know, all mm. our trials and tribulations. Mm. Um, I,
1: I, it's partly induced by not really eating until uh, very late in the day, and then being like, "Oh no, I've not eaten," and running out to get stuff, but. This seems to be more severe. I have a feeling. I keep thinking in the back of my head it's appendicitis, but I feel like if I if I voice that publicly and then it's not, then people will be like, well, people will think I'm sort of hypochondriac. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, which I sort of maybe am. So I just want to put this this pain into context uh-huh. without wanting to take it too much away from you. Yeah, is that this sure. morning you said I got this pain in my stomach, uh-huh. and then later on in the afternoon I saw you. It was like two p.m. and you just had. Uh, it was 3 p.m., and you just had some food, huh. and that was the first food you'd had. Some dumplings and um, a bowl. Some dumplings. Of rum. And then you were like, Yeah, it feels a bit better. It feels a bit weird. And then, like, we went into some stuff, and then a couple hours later, we were hungry. And then you were like, Yeah, that pain is really bad again. Mm. I'm just going to put it out there that it may be a food related issue huh. of not eating it any. Huh.
1: Uh, before we moved out here, we tried to do this thing where I think maybe you first did it with Louise. Um, but Oh, no. You,
0: Charlie told me about it that he and Louise had done. Yeah. Which was like a, an assessment of each other's goals every month where yeah. you tell this very other person
1: ur- very earnest, but very. What you're uh, trying to do, like what you want to get idea. out of it.
0: And the idea being that you have like someone for whom you've expressed what you want to do and someone to whom you're kind of like. Oh. socially accountable to as well. And we did that like th- four months ago. We, st- do- <laughs> we did it four months ago. <laughs> I still haven't done the things that, uh, that and, were my monthly uh, goals that I told you. It was supposed
1: you. to be even like two weekly goals. And, God, and s- you ambition is a funny you, thing, isn't it? You committed in our conversation to... Do we have to yeah, make yeah, these yeah, public? Yeah, yeah, absolutely we do. We were like, I'm just... You Know just kind of looking. I think yours story-ish.
0: was like do an exhibition, which you did, and mine was like email five people, which I didn't do. No, I don't think mine was do an exhibition, but it,
1: uh, when was it? No, it was to do with I wanted to have that thing with your yurt. I wanted to have um, that's right, I wanted to try and do some slide projecting onto your yurt, and I didn't get that done either. So, um, but I did have surgery on my knee instead, yeah, so I feel somewhat. Off the hook there.
0: That was a good thing to do. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, But I thought, in a way, that this could act as like a more official version of that, where we talk about the things that we would like to do. To broadcast our failures publicly. Yeah, exactly. And we each week. I don't know uh, I don't know we can, we'll see how it goes I, I don't
0: know if I'm ready for this I feel like I might need to
1: make <laughs> make them really like easy be like that's fine know. if we're checking in every week it's not like we're gonna just suddenly
0: every week yeah every you week do a podcast? every week and edit it every week is that gonna be the first one to go off in public yeah we're trying to do a weekly podcast yeah, and it's already like an hour into our conversation we? we're gonna to have to edit it and oh. then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Maybe we just let the tapes roll. We just send it out. We just click. Is there a button in GarageBand no that, that just says that just export says export podcast, export to YouTube or export to iTunes? I think that if we say it out loud to each other, but we also record it, and then other people can tease us and make fun of us they're not doing it then we will feel a great sense of guilt and panic and yeah. that will motivate us
0: yeah exactly just when your own like demotivation isn't enough to make yeah, exactly. you not do things then you get other people like, yeah. just
1: just like laughing from across yeah. the world at
0: you maybe we could record those and we could put them on the beginning and end of each podcast yeah just people laughing at instead us. of a theme tune just a.
1: People to derisive yeah. comments. Because originally, when we were back in London, you you were like, "Oh, I really want to, sp- I want to contact engineers." But I'm guessing that you're kind of stepping back from that
0: commitment now a little bit. No, not not at all. I'm oh. still. My ambition is still to work from a technical point of view with uh, female engineers, female producers. Sure. Um, because I haven't done that at all, and because I feel like it's an important thing to, um, to. Do what one can to combat the uh, the gender imbalance in whatever mm, industry. You're and I have. It
1: um, should be noted for the record, just suggested that like both of us just stop making any work and just go sort of some kind of suicide pact or something. I'd like to you claim that a, as,
0: as as what I've been doing for the last two years. Yeah, um,
1: the most the most helpful to, thing to help combat the, the patriarchy the is just take myself romance. out of the equation uh, as yeah. much
0: as possible. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be doing that to make some professional recordings, but in terms of this studio and doing things, um, I've just got a backlog of demos that I just uh-huh. haven't committed to finishing off properly. And are
1: they... Because I heard some of them a while ago, and they're like... Some of them were quite short. Some of them were maybe around a minute. Do you think you'll take them and
0: expand them? or Or some of them... And some of them are kind of full songs? Some of them are just short and... Uh, but now some of them are quite long, mm. and then it's always do you make the short ones longer or do you make the long ones shorter? How what's your um, longest song? About seven minutes, <sighs> but it really is quite dreary. Why? It's just quite slow and boring. Is it a fugue? Um, you could call it that. What is a fugue? Uh, like a actually, a fugue, a fugue is just like a, a, a no, it's not a fugue, a fugue <laughs> is like. Fugue is a series of melodies playing together, a series of right. different melodies uh, in a, this complex weave of um, uh, like um, uh, polyphonous texture, many-melodied ah. many, many melodied texture. Ah. This is more like one dreary melody over a very slow, repeated musical is, background, is it, um, and that's probably why it needs to be cut it, or is chopped. Is it uh, a dirge? That's that's what I was thinking of when you said Fugue. Yeah, yeah. It is more of a dirge.
1: Is, is a dirge an actual thing? Does anyone sit down and write a dirge? I think
0: it's a comment on on music rather than a, a deliberate attempt. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the no, but in a serious on a serious note, is that something that you like? That you worry
0: about? Do you think? Well, there's always the there's the three and a half minute pop song thing, yeah, which obviously came about through physical necessity of the 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 precursor to the seventy eight, whatever that mm. was. Uh, to, um, having only length enough to record three and a half minutes of music which sure. is why you originally got um, you know longer sonatas and symphonies or whatever it would be on like 8, 16 uh, v- vinyl did or whatever Did they ever whatever. try and they were record them at, at a sort
1: of super quick tempo just to try and get them onto one? No. <laughs> just straightforwardly <laughs> no. <laughs> um, they,
0: no. No they never did that. Um but that is that is a, that is a question because on the radio, you know if you want stuff to be played on the radio mm-hmm. then uh, then sure it it probably will be still that length of of time and it will also be a song because it's mm. all that is ever written um, but I don't think it should matter.
1: No, I don't think it should matter much either. I'm just thinking about it in relation to the size of artworks because one of the things that being here allows me to do that I haven't been able to do in London is paint on a big scale and I know I was just said I was doing really small drawings and small sketchbooks and stuff but the idea is to then blow them up huge and because mm. I have now a studio that I can actually work on a huge scale but a little bit like long songs big work is kind of inaccessible in a way because it's hard for people to buy, buy mm. and it's hard also to exhibit if you don't have a big space and it's hard to make and it's kind of strange to set out just to make a big work for the sake of it being big Mm. you know in the same way as you don't i guess set out to write a really really long song Mm. it just grows to be the length that you want it to be
0: yeah i was interesting as well in terms of size of artwork or Uh song is also the 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 content like uh I guess a reason an album might be a certain size is because of the materials you're using yeah, to yeah, make yeah. the to to make the the substance of it. And equally with music, um, you know, you can make a very short piece very intense, like people like The Vines do, and The Vines, uh, yeah, you know, they always have like a. Seems like quite
1: a, quite an old school reach, or like a quite sort of.
0: Yeah, yeah I don't know why they came to mind. <laughs> Only that they have like a. Did you see they have like, like a, a really one... weird, weird, <laughs> weird group.
1: Of sh- I don't know. I didn't didn't really pick you as a. Didn't think of you as a, a Vines
0: fan. I sometimes really or like the Hives. I I really like the Vines sometimes, really? but I yeah. only really like them because interesting. Just because on almost every album they have like a one minute twenty one song, by and by. I always love that song the best because it just you know it's huh. like intense and crazy for a very short amount of time. Yeah. I thought that would inspire me to make something that is actually mm. quite you know short and tepid mm. and uninteresting for about the same amount of time uh which is kind of what I've mm. been doing. Yeah, I, I I it's interesting when you play around with those, those kind of things because mm. uh it it can change your work. And I really love really long mm. long pieces. Mm. And in fact one of the the thing that I'm calling a dirge is actually influenced a little bit by you through introducing me to Sun Kill Moon Mm. Um, because that's a a band where... um, They really fuck with that, yeah. yeah. Do
1: you think now
0: that you've got a space
1: here and you've got a bit more sort of security in terms of all your stuff's arrived, you've got time to set it up, you don't have to... You know, it's all here. It's all permanent. I think that's one of the most exciting things about being here is like... There seems to be a permanence to the artistic community where you're always living under the shadow of redevelopment or being moved on as an artist in London.
0: London reminds you a lot of, of frenetic behaviour. And maybe there's something in there not being a financial district in Berlin because of Germany's financial district being located in
1: elsewhere, Yeah,
0: Frankfurt, I believe. But imagine London without the city of London, without yeah. there being so many people in suits in certain areas and that kind of thing. It uh, it it changes the vibe, the whole city. I think.
1: Mm, although I I've been thinking about this more and more, and I think that it's it's difficult because I feel like there's this. Was just, I got a growing sense over the last year of London being a place where, as you say, most people who perhaps work in the fi- financial industries or work in like a profession adjacent to those, like an accountant or a, or a lawyer or what have you. Um, they participate in the arts and and the cultural scene kind of in the evenings, going to concerts, going to the theater, going to a private view, or on the weekends you know and they don't it's not fundamental to the identity of the city in the way that it might be for another city like los angeles or mm-hmm. or berlin i guess um, and it's i don't know whether it's i don't know whether that is a new thing i don't know whether that feel that is something within our lifetime and maybe that's also just specific to my own particular experience but i don't also know whether it's possible to change that and and kind of reclaim it as a space for artists because it seems like there's you know with the direction that things are heading for London I don't know it just it seems like it's increasingly even though it's sort of politically quite a liberal place it just seems increasingly like it's just a financial hub kind of dislocated from Europe dislocated from the rest of the world and will yeah. just operate as this satellite kind of money exchange I don't know There, uh, there is also a, I, I think there's a bit of a worry being here a little bit like you've sort of slightly just fled I don't know if you feel that mm. but there is like a feeling that the UK is in a pretty weird place and London's in a pretty strange place and that you've just kind of thought fuck it I just don't I can't I can't handle this mm. um,
0: I I said yes but not in in the sense of, of like um, fleeing from the political circumstances mm. but more from uh, the scene because mm, I've always thought of London as being the place where you do have to be for making music because it has got such a history and because there is mm, I guess uh, such different, a great of I opportunities there Um and so yeah, it, it seems. It seems weird. It seemed weird for me um, to imagine before being in a different place and making music. And whereas now it seems weird to me that uh, you think you have to be in this particular place to make yeah. music. And that's especially after working in Wales and Cardiff and seeing different uh, artistic Boys communities yeah. existing and doing great things and not feeling uh, like they had to be in London. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know how it relates to the art world, but there's certainly a thing, the music, which is the hype, comes from the internet now. And mm. uh, once the hype is there, the industry follows. And mm. uh, I think the, there's... And you've got a big internet presence, don't you? I've I've really got a, a big number of personal <laughs> profiles out there. Um, you've got
1: a big number of personal <laughs> profiles. I'd forgotten that, yeah. You've got um, about
0: seven or eight different you I've got different use. I really have a strong <laughs> following of You've got more than of, seven or eight.
1: You've got like <laughs> maybe up into the high We don't need to talk about about about, about your about particular my your marketing methods. <laughs> your PR strategy. Um, um But yeah, is that something that freaks you out then? Or is that something that's liberating? Is that that you're like, okay, well if the internet's where it's at, I can just be anywhere and just try to generate traction
0: from yeah, I think the the internet the internet is everywhere. Uh, oh. <laughs> that's a great. Common to just cut out, I think maybe, and no, like, no, put, in, I, put in some highlights. Definitely sticking in. That's definitely sticking um, in. <laughs> definitely sticking um, in. <laughs> um, the internet is everywhere you know. Oh, and okay. uh, although there definitely is a scene related to like live music and small yeah. venues, and you know, a band gets a, a single out uh, that is hyped, and then everyone packs out a couple of shows, and there's yeah. a, the, a feeling from that. Uh, the industry just just follows where the hype is, so you can yeah. create hype online, and um, you can create scenes and wherever you can be to to make the best music is or uh, stuff is is essentially what matters most. Yeah.
1: Do you think you'll be particularly influenced by what you hear here? Having I mean, the space we've kind of talked about a bit, and the like the the sort of security and the freedom of time and that kind of thing, but obviously, I mean. Of the two of us you've have you been out
0: quite a bit you've been out a couple of times no? i've been out a couple of times um to some cool clubs to some cool clubs i think i maybe i is hope to be influenced most by um, <laughs> so. most mostly i have to be influenced by uh becoming less prejudiced against things i think i think that my default criticism of music is one that's affected by my education and that's sure. a that's a that's a great thing that's and it's a burden um because classical music and analysis uh, makes you think of music in certain ways which uh-huh, uh-huh. a lot of people don't listen don't, don't uh, so think those. of it in, and most people creating popular music in whatever genre don't think of it in those terms um, mm-hmm. so that's an interesting thing to get around and I think that meeting people here more likely to meet people that uh, that are not kind of thinking in that way it will be yeah, interesting yeah so to, push your frame of um, reference and yeah. that kind of thing um, but yeah, I've been to a couple of clubs and that's obviously the big thing about Berlin from an outsiders' perspective is the is the techno scene, the electronic scene. Mm. Um and I've now done nighttime and a daytime mm. clubbing experience. Which was better, um, which was preferable. Um Daytime. But d- no, actually, the I mean I don't know. 50-50, and I got it wrong. I think I just enjoyed I went to Acid Arab two mm. nights ago. Oh, and what was that? That was a club called Gretchen, and Wait. you know it so was,
1: Acid Arab was a person.
0: Was the DJ right? Um, okay, two DJs, and,
1: and one was Acid, one was Arab. I or? guess so. Yeah. yeah,
0: it was Egyptian um, and uh, Middle Eastern influenced acid house. Sure, I believe, although that's probably uh, wrong. Um, <laughs> and it was it was just great. I didn't get there till you know I got there at like one. Or twelve thirty, one thirty, got in oh, like right. an we're hour ta- later. We're talking AM. AM, oh, and then yikes. and then left at uh, like half past six, and huh. it was great. AM or like PM? AM, <laughs> and I think I've completely fucked my circadian,s um, but I feel fine about rhythm. it. Rhythm, yeah, sure, okay, for our listeners. Um, yeah, and still got your regular rhythm. Yeah, I still got the rhythm.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and Stupid. compared to the daytime, daytime club is great. You get there in the daytime, and okay, we yeah. left by surprised. nine PM. Oh, nice! Um, and that was nice as well because it was like you know you didn't have to feel tired. I didn't actually feel tired in the night one. That's what's funny, that's what made it kind of good. Mm. Is that it was so good that I was just like, you know, got to keep this, got to, to say, keep this body grooving.
1: You looked a little tired when you got back. Yeah, I'd be tired since a little
0: pooped. Yeah, the last two days I've actually been a bit of a wipeout. But yeah, this um, weekend
1: has been. I mean, it has been a washout weekend. The thing that I was not not ready for is that a bottle of wine, a decent bottle of wine, costs between one and two pounds, one and two euros, which just it's currency here yeah. creates. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> the currency is bottles of wine. Um, what, it just creates a culture of excessive drinking, and I think that may be why I'm clutching my liver today, and just like <laughs> absolutely, even though I only had two beers yesterday. That's enough to push me over the brink. Yeah. Um, where people just, it's, it's extraordinary. People just drink bottles and bottles and bottles of wine and beer. And, and smoke. People
0: smoke indoors Oh, everywhere. and people
1: smoke cigarettes everywhere. It's just, it's just Cigarette City. Cigarette City? Mm. So that's David Bowie's song, isn't it? Is it? Cigarette City.
0: Is that a so, Berlin period
1: voice? No, it's a suffragette city, it's the track. Oh, oh, Never so mind. We'll just close over that. Oh that would have been a great joke. It I'm, would have been a
0: great so. If uh
1: if Are you knew about David. Bowie... We can just yeah. cut my parts so, and yeah, maybe I learned a bit about him as well here. Um, um, the first week I think I I just existed on cups of coffee and the occasional cheeseburger Mm. Um, but yeah it's been a bit of an adjustment the the wine as you say I don't really drink very much but I found myself in the first few first few days drinking every night and just feeling terrible and then this is what I was saying at the beginning about just generally being a stressed ball of anxiety where I'd wake up late and be like what the hell, I'm supposed to be here to do work and everyone else is in bed and you feel rough because you've had a hundred potters of wine and yeah, that's a it's a bit of a shift. mm I don't really know where I was going with that, but it's...
0: It is a thing, isn't it? And it's part it's part of this culture, which is about is. exploring ideas, uh, you know, to put it in a more yeah. poetic sense, rather than just thinking about late night drinking, but to be exploring ideas yeah. together in a more social atmosphere late, late at yeah, night. Yeah,
1: I think that is right. I think that's probably quite fair, actually, to say that it's not, you're not just drinking. The idea is that more than usual, you're talking a lot about stuff. And it just so happens that you're having a, bottle of
0: wine at the same time. I can just hear people in London listening to this being like, y- you're just getting pissed in this in yeah. a new city. That's Stop trying to play it like a well, I did like say, a useful part well, of you, your you're vocation. You're <laughs> yeah, it's
1: great. It's a good point. I mean, that's a very valid... I can't really defend that. Yeah, it's difficult that. It's difficult. I, the thing I found most challenging is actually the smoking, because I don't smoke. I have no inclination to smoke. And it 's just so prevalent everywhere that i don 't feel even that comfortable asking people to smoke less because it 's clearly one of the factors that sort of drives people here almost you know the the, the liberal the,
0: smell, yeah. Cigarette.
1: <laughs> the liberal attitude towards things like that the fact that you can just smoke in inside in a bar.
0: Yeah, and people talk about being able to just smoke a joint in the street as well in a very relaxed manner. Mm, Um, Or
1: you could, like, actually last night, here's something nice I I did. I walked home uh, to Friedrichshain, um, uh, to Volkspark Friedrichshain, um, from Kreuzberg, which was actually quite a long way. It was about an hour, and I just had a bottle of beer. And it was quite nice to just be able to take it on the road um, but I felt so naughty doing it I felt like a real sort of rule breaker you
0: missed me saying what is happening to my life oh yeah I did say that I've had a, you know, in, which may seem a bit dramatic I'm just saying it's just a burger and a bit.
1: yeah, um, but it felt really it just felt really I don't, I don't know I thought a lot about when was the last time that, and I guess this is not so much to do with London as a city but more to do with you know, when you get really used to somewhere, and when you get really acquainted with somewhere, and you call it your home, you don't—you t- tend not to challenge yourself very much. Which is not to say that going on a walk with a beer is particularly challenging, but—but um, <laughs> but, you know, w-
0: when was the last time you—you you, like? When was the last time you really challenged yourself? Yeah. This week we put you to Arthur's challenge. Arthur's my challenge is... Can you walk home <laughs> with a beer and a burger? But, I mean, when
1: was the last time that you walked from, like, Old Street to Campbell? I've never done that. I exactly. never did that in London. Exactly. And it's not. there's nothing stopping you. You just don't. And as a result, you don't see the city in the same way, which is through this, like, lens of novelty and sort of bright-eyedness. And there's right. a
0: thing which geographers talk about, which is the physical geography of the place, which is yeah. what you get when you're walking around, and yeah. obviously getting public transport or even cycling and driving you're underground, you, you get pop very up and different, some, yeah. yeah, different view of the city. And
1: here it's really, really important, I think, and that's kind of the motivation of my work, because the city itself is divided, it, so obviously in two. You 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 cross bits of the city, and you go from these old you know, kind of mm, classical looking buildings to suddenly these giant East German t- tower blocks and massive, massive modern concrete structures and it's so evident when you're walking that, that this was such a divided city and mm-hmm. um, that's something that I think you only really get when you're walking. We don't have any sponsors, but obviously we're ripe for uh, for commercial propositions. Yeah. If anyone wants to send us, um,
0: just cash in the post.
1: Cash in the post. We will give you a shout out if you just send us cash. We'll say we we received it and
0: yeah. Shout out to the cash in the post senders. Mm-hmm. We could also have like you know letters. It could be quite romantic. We could ask people to send us you know well yeah rather than people might just send a message electronic people we can pretend it's like mm. a physical letter and then we mm. could, you know
1: well that's the thing is I, I kind of thought it would be nice for the podcast to be called or to take the form of like an audio postcard back to our friends mm. in England but obviously postcards are quite short and we've now been talking for a long time <laughs> um but
0: because it would of be digitalisation, like, we can put it on a USB yeah, and yeah, still yeah. Fit on a postcard.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just thinking, if this is postcards from Berlin, it'd be quite nice to get some
0: postcards back. That's great. I like that. Good. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.
1: you better turn it off now. Oh, it wasn't recording.